following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sindrick. And now, here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in on a beautiful Monday afternoon in Nashville, Tennessee. Everybody getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. We're coming off a weekend that was absolutely insane. And that is where a lot of today's show is going to go. First, let's check in, call roll, so to speak, and head up to the plateau and say hello to Coach Watson Brown. Watson, how are you? Hello, George. I'm, I'm doing great. Back into cold weather after the weekend. Thanks letting me, Brenda and I, go to see Stephen and his wife. It was a necessary trip, and we Absolutely. enjoyed getting to see him. That's nice of you to let me take off a couple of days. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Uh, glad you had a good time down there. Um, what about the weekend? Holy. Oh moly it's we've been waiting on one of these yeah and we got it we got it and we got it in a big time way and it came close to being double worse because i'm telling you michigan kicks a field goal on the last play of the game and tcu basically kicks field goal on the last play of the game or we got two more down so it was an unbelievable weekend and it and it sets up and i know you're going to get into this but oh it yeah sets up the next two weeks are going to be unbelievable. Uh, just it, like a zoo, it's what it's going to be. Yeah. Billy, how are you? Georgia, I'm great. It's always the weekend where you don't expect anything to go on. You, you got you know, you know, got upsets everywhere this weekend, but the consensus was that this was an awful weekend in college football. You know, you get to go do other things like what Watson did, but – uh, but no, I mean it was it was phenomenal. That's what that's what a college football fan dreams of. Oh, it was it was Looney Tunes. <laughs> anyway, let's check in uh, with Terry McCormick. He, of course, leads off our show during football season every day with the daily Titans update. Terry, the the most quiet thing going on was the Titans because they had already played on Thursday night. Yeah, absolutely. And the mini buy can only help a team that is ravaged by injuries like the Titans are. So it's a situation where those three or four days of rest and they come back in tomorrow to get ready for the Cincinnati Bengals uh, should help this team uh, as they prepare to go down the stretch, maybe get what guys are healthy to get their legs back under them a little more fresh. And then the guys who've been battling injuries, give them a little bit of time extra to recuperate. Maybe they can get back in. Terry, 
I, I'm with Watson that uh, Jeffrey Simmons, he may have played Thursday night, but it was not the explosive, uh, disruptive Jeffrey Simmons. I would imagine that this three- or four-day break is going to help him huge. Yeah, I would think that that's definitely the case. He made the one big play uh, there at the end to, uh, you know, kind of seal things uh, on the defense. But you're right. By and large, there were others who were certainly, uh, you know, able to do more than Jeffrey Simmons was. He was quiet for most of the night. But this can only help him the days of rest because that's a guy you can't live without in the middle of that deep. So I'm going to ask this blind, what news is coming out of the Titans camp? Well, not much today other than the fact that they waived Josh Lambeau, the extra kicker from the active roster. So that should tell you that Randy Bullock is probably good to go and ready to return to practice and uh, be able to kick this weekend against the Bengals. So that's kind of the news that came out of there today. More will start to trickle out tomorrow when they have practice and Coach Mike Brable is available. Terry, how does that work if they make the playoffs? Because there are playoff shares. Does Lambeau participate? Because his work at Lambeau was exemplary. Yeah, that. I mean, that's a good question. I, I'm not sure. You know, usually uh, I know the way it used to work in baseball was that the players would vote on who gets a, a share of this or that. I don't know. Uh, if such things are collectively bargained in the NFL or if it's up to the organization or the players to determine who gets what share of, uh, of the money that's split up. Uh, I would think that it would be just a small fraction of if he does get something, you know, for playing in one game. Now, obviously, if the Titans were to win a Super Bowl, uh, he would get a Super Bowl ring because he was on the roster for one game. So that's how that works. So it's more than just 53 Super Bowl rings that are printed out for players. Okay. We'll call it a day. Obviously, you'll have more info tomorrow. Terry, appreciate it as always. All right. Thanks, George. Okay. That's uh, Terry McCormick's Daily Titans update. Man, how about that? Yeah. A little, little fire into the update today. It has been sponsored by the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. The Justin Tucker team, Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation, they are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now with two convenient locations in Gallatin and Hendersonville, and also online at SumnerFuneral.com. Sumner Funeral and Cremation, traditional, affordable, and dignified. We start today's update with the World Cup. I didn't. I don't think a lot of football fans uh, like the World Cup. Uh, being played right now, but uh, they do uh, across the pond. Uh, the U.S. men's national soccer team tied with Wales one-to-one earlier today in its first World Cup match in eight years. They didn't make it uh, four years ago. That leaves their hopes of advancing to the group of 16 uncertain with, with big matches against England and Iran coming up. So probably not the start you would have liked if, if you're the U.S. Yeah, Watson, um, to me – Having the World Cup go up against college and pro football, dumb. Didn't have any choice, George. When Qatar got it, they, the way I understand it, they had to back it up because of heat. And they had to catch part of the year to where the heat wasn't just unbearable because it wouldn't have been playable if it gets so hot over there. And how in the world 
I don't know if you watched that special on all of the uh, the money that was made on picking Qatar and yeah. you know in Russia and I it's it's I watched it and it's unbelievable. I mean, and of course a lot of people have gone down because of, but I think it got yeah, backed up because shame. of it. It just got backed up because of the time of the year it had to be. And yeah. you would think that would be part of the decision you make when you give the side of host to somebody. Well, I'll say this. I don't know a lot about Qatar, but as a little kid, my mom made me learn how to play a Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, boy, have I missed that? That's weak. I saved that. I saved that one up for a while. God, that is so weak. It's not anywhere close to spell like that. I mean, that is that is so weak. You're welcome me yeah, back. I'm not that. worried about the spelling. It's Holy about the cow. It's about the dad joke. That's that is so bad. Boy. He told me it before we got on today, Watson. I was hoping he wouldn't bring it really? up. You didn't try to talk him out of that one? Did it not get a laugh? It got a laugh, but it got I, a laugh. I don't, uh, Watson and I laughing at something are a little bit different. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Y'all are a bunch of sticks in the mud. Oh, man. Let, let's move on today to some I'm college. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Let's move on to some college hoop scores. Uh, WKU pummeled Akron, was pummeled by Akron, rather, earlier today, 72-53. to 53. And, George, Belmont and Howard uh, are playing right now. It was at the half. I have an update. You do have an update. I do have an update. Let's go 71-60 Belmont at the uh, eight-minute mark. If you're watching this live, uh, that's what's going on. If you're not, disregard. We'll get you a final as soon as it goes final. Okay. Another team in, uh, in Nashville in action tonight, Arizona comes to Bridgestone Arena, 7 o'clock, puck drop. George, the Coyotes are struggling this season, while the Preds, they seem to find a little bit of a groove here recently. They're trying to bounce back from that overtime loss to Tampa Bay on Saturday night. So we'll see if they can get over 500, just like that, you in uh, in your bets of the day. Yeah, thank you. They, um, I'll, I'll ignore that. That was weak. Um, that was really weak. Was that was that cold, Watson? Or? That was cold. That was uncalled for. That was uncalled for. Only I can do that. <laughs> right. What? He's absolutely right. So I, I can't pick at George at all. Uh, well, on certain that. things, that, that that's a little personal when you start messing with him that way. He he kind of <laughs> takes only that kinda... only you can get personal with George. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it goes both ways, Billy. He he throws it back at me. Uh, Every bit does. as much as I throw it at him. So, Watson, what do you think? Preds, Preds get it get it done tonight. Yeah, they'll they'll. This one will be a, a good one. They How the world did they lose it, George? Did you go? They uh, were Saturday, up two no, one and, and got beaten overtime. How did yeah. How did it go down? I, I don't know, but at least they got a point out of it. Yeah, they did. True. Yeah, you can't be too picky right now if, if you're the pro. No, Tampa's a, a really good team. Yeah, yeah, really good. Let's move on to a bunch of NFL news. we got a bunch after the weekend. Uh, Arizona is expected to start backup quarterback Colt McCoy tonight against San Francisco in Mexico City. Kyler Murray continues to rehabilitate his injured hamstring. His outlook was positive late in the week here. Uh, Kingsbury said that he was progressing and had come a long way, but he's been listed as questionable. And, uh, you know, he's not going to play. He was questionable on Saturday, but he's not going to go tonight. 
Watson, didn't Colt McCoy get hurt in the title game that your brother had yep. against Alabama? Bad concussion. Think about like the third or fourth play of the game. Yeah, and then they had to go with Garrett Gilbert. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I I remember that game like it was yesterday. It was a we we had a snow night. Uh, It was a snow day the next day after that. It was on a Monday night. I remember watching that one. It's on a Thursday night. Was it really? Yep. Gosh, you guys are good. Check it out, George. Checkmate. I'll tell you later why I remember. Okay, I think you're right now. Now that that I think of it, (laughs) Uh, other piece here: Denver has waived running back Melvin Gordon after he fumbled for the fifth time in the overtime loss to the Raiders. Uh, He's 29 years old. He's their leader in carries and rushing yards this season, but he fumbled at the two yard line just before halftime, and it ended up costing them. They would have gone up 17 to seven, and then they tried a field goal and they missed it. So. They were, they were down 17-7 uh, uh, at the half. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Watson, I was always a Melvin Gordon fan. This one has sort of baffled me what's oh, going on with his career. Yeah, and it just steadily headed downhill, George. I, once it goes there, it's amazing, man, when it starts. It's, it's why they say NFL, not for long. True. Especially at the running back position. No That's why they don't pay them a lot of big bucks a lot of times because they just don't last. Well, another position that you know seemingly doesn't last a whole lot longer than that one is the tight end. And Kyle Pitts suffered an MCL tear in his right knee during yesterday's win over Chicago. He's going to be sidelined for at least the next four games. But uh, the rumor has it that he might be out for the season in Atlanta. What? Watson, I thought he would be an instant star in the NFL, and it really hasn't happened. Why do you think it hasn't happened? I haven't seen enough of their games. I don't know. Um, I think he's more of an inside type receiver and not just a tight end. And you got to use him a lot of different ways to really get him the ball. They may be doing that. I don't know. But if it's the if they're still running the Titans offense that they ran with Arthur here, that it's tight end ball. It's not move the tight end out and let him run a lot of routes and do that. So that might be part of it. And if they're talking about M, a surgery on an MCL, that's real bad. Normally yeah. you don't operate on MCLs. Those are, they heal and it usually takes about six weeks to get it completely well. If they're talking surgery, that's, he must have done it really good. They were going to be in the playoff hunt, weren't they? At least in it. Well, they were, you know, I don't know. Lord, that division's so dadgum bad. Wow. A two-game winning streak can have you. Two-game win streak, you may be in right off the bat. Right. Somebody and a two-game losing streak, you could be in the cellar. It's <laughs> going to be Tampa. They're, they're going to yeah. win that division. They are. One last piece here before the break, George. The Jets players are apparently upset with Zach Wilson's lack of accountability. Apparently, he's not been taking any of the blame at the quarterback position. Watson, uh, obviously, the networks have had a field day with what he said uh, after the loss at New England. Yeah. Offensively, they got nothing done. He had better be careful and and realize that these are grown men and these are pros, Mm -hmm. and they're not appreciating his attitude. Nine of 22, and you say, no, it wasn't my fault. you're in New York and you make a statement like that, you're not real smart because that's not the place to make that statement. It'll fly out of there so no. fast you don't know what hit you. I don't know. I've been disappointed in him 
He just doesn't – every time I watch him play or listen to him talk, he's very immature, just very, very immature. And this fly-by-night, perky little attitude he has, that's not going to go over in that locker room, George. I'm telling you now. You could get away with that if you're really doing good. He hadn't been really doing good. Better start taking a little blame here and saying we got to get better because that's a pretty good football team. If they had better quarterback play, I'm not sure they wouldn't win that division. Absolutely. Watson, at what point as a quarterback do you just say, even if it isn't really your fault, just say, look, you know, we'll figure it out. It's This is on me in the offense. You know, it's up to me. The three, the three positions I think have to do that, Billy, are head coach, offensive coordinator, sometimes defensive coordinator. Most time it's an offensive coordinator and a quarterback. And you you have to you have to own up, man up when things aren't good. Because when you don't, it's not just the fans looking at you; it's your own players looking at you. And I think there's a lot more respect when the head coach pops up and says, "I did a poor job. We got out coached. We'll get better this next week." And when yeah. the guy makes mis- uh, excuses, worst thing in a locker room that you can do, man. Okay, after the break, we're going to get to the stunner. The stunner being that not only did Tennessee lose at South Carolina, they got pummeled. And none of us, if we're honest, saw it coming. We'll talk about it when we come back. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com. Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East. And for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615 615- 
847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Well, what has been an incredible season for Tennessee football sort of crashed and burned Saturday night in Columbia, South Carolina. And in the process, not only did they most likely lose out on any shot at being part of the college football playoff, but they lost uh, a terrific quarterback in Hendon Hooker. That is such a shame. Uh, torn ACL, uh, this guy has had such a year. In my mind, there hasn't been a better college football player than Hendon Hooker. So, Watson, let's talk about uh, what went down. I think we've all worried that defensively they were not national title stuff. Uh, offensively, they were, but – they sprung a leak Saturday night that never stopped. Oh, it, it was it was sad, Georgia. South Carolina scores nine out of ten times in normal sit not not counting right before a half when they just ran the clock out or right. something. Nine out of ten times. And if this was Alabama, okay, it happened. But South Carolina, I mean, they've been awful. They they had nine first downs against Florida. We saw Florida's defense Saturday. It's just so-so. It's at best so-so. How in the world does this happen? I I don't know. I just thought the Tennessee team, I'm going to talk hard to Tony about it. I thought the Tennessee team just didn't look ready to play. I mean, there was no emotion. Is Was it because, and that's the first general thing, was it because they were so uptight? It was such a big game. Um, was it because they got behind early quite a bit, which hadn't happened all year? They hadn't been the – they've always been right. the front runner and yeah. never been behind like that. 
I, I don't know. I, I know the, the game plan was a very smart one, is Tennessee's strength on defense is up inside. Their weakness is on the flanks, and they just kept running those outside replays, speed plays, different things they would do on the outside. I'm talking about South Carolina, George. And there, there was no edge. There was nobody set in the corner. The guys would just turn the corner and run 20 yards. And then when somebody, they'd turn up 10 and somebody would miss a tackle and it'd go 40. And it, it was awful. Second thing I saw that Tennessee did that really made it easy, when a quarterback is struggling like the South Carolina guy has been, Rattler has been struggling, you could tell he struggles with coverage and and all high lows and all of that kind of stuff. And Tennessee goes in, George, and basically plays press man all over the field the whole game. Well, duh, I mean, he just took the ball and threw it to one guy, and he got hot. So all those throws kept coming, and he kept completing them. And uh, Tennessee never got out of it. They just kept let, going man to man and just letting him turn and throw. To, he didn't have to go look here, then look here. Nothing like that in the game. I thought it was a very easy game for the South Carolina offense. And uh, when it's that easy, I don't care how poor you are. When when you get it, when you turn a corner with a ball, George, and you're running that fast, once you turn a corner, something bad's going to happen. And when a quarterback can just take it and throw it to the guy he wants to throw it to and knows he can throw it there, I just think that's too easy. And uh, but on top of that, Tennessee just did not look into the game. And I don't know if it was nerves, uh, overconfident. I, I, I can't answer that, but it didn't look like the Tennessee team we've been playing. And you, and that's George, that's athletics. That's athletics. I mean, how quick have we through our years, how many times have I been a part of it? You're rolling along and boom. Something happens, and uh, whether it's a major injury, whether it's a big tough loss, whether it's both in one game like Tennessee, or a suspension, or a suspension that we don't know, and I can't wait to find out. Sooner or later, we'll find that out. Yeah, now, and I got to think that had something to do with this. Okay, today he got asked point blank, he being Josh Heupel, at his weekly press conference, uh, Adam Sparks. Uh, asked him point blank, was he suspended? Was there X, Y, Z? And Heupel was very noncommittal and would only say he will be available this Saturday. Well, first of all, it's going to get out. Yeah, because it is. People, people talk. You cannot keep with a, a – you know, kind of a traveling party, let's say, of a 100 to 125 people, there are a lot of people that were on that flight who know exactly what went down. Well, there's and, 125 football players and about 30 coaches that know right. what went down, too. And so I, I would guess by the end of the week, we will know exactly what was what. Watson, my gut feeling, and this is me being very cynical, is that the lack of emotion given that they are in a national title hunt, revolves around whatever was going on with Banks. Well, it's sad if that's true. And I 
You know, I've been, gosh, you, you both of you will have to say this. I've been in Josh Apple's corner all year, man. I have just praised everything he's done with this team. I think he handled this poorly. I don't think as a head coach, you can't, what happened? Why didn't the kid play? Maybe you don't get completely deep into it. Suspended for disciplinary reasons. Um, you can't, well, let's just say he didn't play. That's it. That's the way I thought I heard him say, well, doesn't matter. He just didn't play. And you can't, George, I don't think in a program like high profile, like a right. power five school that you're going to get away with that. And when you hear it secondhand after he wouldn't tell you, I think that makes it even worse. I think that makes it worse. I think he should have addressed it. Uh, he might should have addressed it right after the game when he went to the press conference. Just get it. Okay, here's – you don't have to say what he did, but you just say, had to leave him at home for disciplinary reasons. He broke some of our rules, and we, we just can't put up with that. But he didn't do that. He he didn't say it was an injury either. Um, I read some of Banks' tweets. He denied that it was a fight in the locker room. There's been talk that that's what it was. Right. And he was part of that. He totally denied that, but he didn't say what it was. So I don't know. It it doesn't take much in a locker room, especially of kids. To divide. To to have a quick problem, George. And and I, I've been on both ends of that. And I've looked back sometimes after I did and said I did not handle that well enough. I didn't I didn't just put it out there and address it and here's what we're gonna do enough. So I I, I can't I'm gonna not defend what he did. I'm going to say I've had those decisions, and sometimes I didn't make them the right way either. But I think it hurt that team. I think that's got to be part of the reason we just saw a very lackluster defense and honestly kind of a lackluster offense too. Yeah, It wasn't up to there. I didn't see that separation at receiver. Uh, I didn't see that come off the ball with the offensive line like I've seen. Um and then to end it all, and that was exactly how I never played again. My last college down of playing was as a, going into my third game of my junior year, and I'm planting to cut on my left leg, and it buckles, and I never play again. And here's this kid plants on his left leg, it buckles, and his college career is over. And George, he goes into that game with a great chance to win the Heisman. He's right there with two or three guys. Sure he is. And uh, and now he'll never play another down. It's really, really sad for him. I, I mean, feel that's bad. really I sad. Feel I wouldn't put that him. on any kid. Yeah. So I am going to defend Watson Brown here. Uh-oh. A week ago, he threw out a scenario that Tony Basilio and I both laughed at <laughs> about how deep could this thing go and could it get an Alabama and or a Clemson back in the mix? Okay. Now I want you all to look at where we're going here. Georgia appears to be in virtually, you know, this side of a tidal wave. They'll beat Georgia tech. They'll play LSU in the sec title game. Let's move on. Ohio State's got Michigan. Now with Corum looking like he might not play Saturday, Michigan's in deep doo-doo. Yeah. 
So let's go to Michigan. Michigan has to go to Ohio State. Watson, I would contend that if it's not a field goal decision, since I'm burying Michigan, if it's more like seven to ten points, I don't think they're in the playoff. Do you? That's the one question I got because as you get deeper into this, and we're going to talk about it, George, I, Clemson and Alabama, I mean, there's four people in and there's four with a possibility. I think if Michigan loses into double digits in this game and the running back is not healthy and isn't going to be healthy, uh, I think somebody on the outside gets in front of them. I really believe that. I don't think they'll stay in the four if they lose this game. Uh, I don't know how you feel, but that's the way I feel. That's now, the way I feel. If it's a toss-up in that, they might hang in at number four, but that's even still going to be tough. So I think they're, they're going to have to really put on a performance if they lose to hang in the top four. Let's go to the glass slipper, the Cinderella story, TCU. Should have gotten beat Saturday if Dave Aranda had done a better job when Baylor got the ball first and 10 at their 25 of saying, we got to get a first down instead of just three line scrums. TCU'd be done. Can't believe he did that. Knowing that TCU, I'm not much to get on coaches. You know that because you get on me because I don't get on them enough. But uh, (laughs) – that was bad. He got to make a first down. He knows yeah. how good this team is late in games. He knows how many times they've gone down and scored, George. You can't sit there and say, my defense is going to hold them. You got to make a first down. He makes one first down. The game's over. And truthfully, uh, he made no effort to get. No, they, it down. was two very blase handoff plays and just, okay, here it is. We'll punt the ball. Okay, let's And he misses it by a yard doing that. Just a yard. Let's move past TCU to well, let's go back to TCU. Oh, excuse me. Oh, nice. Is that Mac? I I got on you. Go ahead. Get on me. That may be Mac calling (laughs) to say I don't think he's calling right now. Mac may be calling to say, I'm watching the show and George is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Then again, maybe not. Big 12 title game, TCU and who? Kansas State or te- Texas. I think it's Kansas State. Yeah, right, and I'm telling up. you, don't screw with Kansas State. That's a no, darn good That is no game. easy game right no. there. Either one of those, Kansas State or Texas, they'll beat Iowa State. But, George, if they lose and they got one, do they go below some of these other guys? We're fixing to get into that, I yeah. take it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's where that's where I think they might fall out with one loss, even though Georgia wouldn't. But I think TCU would. Let's go to USC. By the way, great game Saturday against UCLA. I saw the end of it. That was awesome. Rose Bowl has never hopped more than it did that night. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Is it reasonable to believe that USC cannot get by both Notre Dame? In a Pac-12 title game, probably against Oregon. I think Is that's a tough go, bud. Uh, def- they, just, they just don't play defense, George. They mm-hmm. can't play defense. And sooner or later, you're going to have an offensive game that my brother just did it. 
He can't play defense, and sooner or later you have an offensive game, and it threw him out of everything because he had one of those just average old Joe offensive games. And South Southern Cal is capable of having one of those. I'm personally think they're going to lose to Notre Dame this weekend, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but no, that's two that's two toughies to play right there now. So they're not they're not out of the woods by any oh, means. And they lose no. one more, they're they're out. Out. Notre Dame's they're a really out. good test for them because they've got one of the best O lines in the country. And you're going to see if USC is built, you know, built like a playoff team. Can they stop the run? That'll be interesting. And the early returns are they're not. Yeah. Now let's go to LSU. That's tough, man. LSU goes to AM. I expect them to win that game. Oh, yeah. I don't expect them to win the SEC title game <laughs> on a be. quote neutral site in Georgia's backyard. No, I I I think LSU's done. I been a great year. I think he might be he might be the coach, coach that the may have been done the best job in the SEC. I would have had Hopple that, but now I'm not sure it's one of either Hopple or, or Kelly has been the best coach in the SEC this year. And um, I just don't think they – Georgia tinkered around again last week. They'll probably tinker around this week and win, win 42-21 or 42-28 or 28-10. Or, you know, they'll tinker. And then I think they'll come out blazing in the championship game. And that defense will just light up. And I just don't think there's any chance of LSU. So, in my personal opinion, LSU's go. Yeah. Okay. So, let's get to the two that would benefit from all this chaos. You got Clemson at home against South Carolina, ACC title against Mac Brown and the Tar Heels, December the 3rd. Now, let's put Alabama up there. They've got the Iron Bowl at home. And then no game until who knows what. So, Watson, let me go through this scenario that you presented a week ago and we laughed at you. And it's no longer laughable. No, it's not. Michigan loses by something other than a field goal, field goal at the buzzer. They get beat and it's fairly obvious. That's very possible. TCU, very possible they don't get by Kansas State. USC got two tough ones. LSU, not going to win at Georgia. All of a sudden, it opens up. At Georgia. All of a sudden, yeah, might as well be. I mean, it's uh, what would we call Mercedes-Benz? Professional Georgia North. (laughs) So all of a sudden... A Clemson and or an Alabama are sitting there going, how about us? Oh, they're not just saying, how about us? They see it. They see it. And I still think, I said it, I said, I still think Alabama's just liable to be there. I think Clemson loses to North Carolina. I think, I think North Carolina will come back. They'll beat NC State this week. NC State's got no quarterback whatsoever. Uh, just got beat good at Louisville, so they're going to win that one. They're going to. Ha- they'll have their ears laid back, and I don't think Clemson's that good, George. I don't. They bumped up a little because they beat Miami. Lord, everybody's beat Miami. I mean, 
I think Clemson's going to lose to North Carolina. I think Southern Cal's going to lose a game. I think LSU loses to Georgia. Alabama passes all three of those with a loss. So they're going to be sitting five. The question to me is, TCU. do they pass TCU with one loss? Do they pass Michigan with one loss? If they All they got to do is pass one of those, and they're in the final four. This thing's pretty close to happening, in my opinion. How about that? You know, we laughed a week ago, but we ain't laughing anymore. Well, it's all because I think a lot of it was because Tennessee lost. It looks a little bit more believable now. Hey, go back and show LSU for just a second. Um, that stadium shot you see, if you've never been there at night, put it in there with stuff like Lambeau Field, Tiger Stadium at night, Spectacle. Is one special building. Here. <laughs> I got a text late uh, Saturday night, George. UAB's playing LSU right. this week. Yep. And our radio guy that's still there, that when I was there, he texts me, the game's over, so it's, it's a break, and it's late, and it's in the fourth quarter late. He texts right. me and says, I vividly remember I'm sitting in the exact seat I was sitting in, the night we beat them, I vividly remember bananas being thrown at this windshield in front of me. He said, I was bombarded with bananas. Just wanted to text you and see if you were listening. <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh, no, it's a great place at night for college football. I I don't know. It's most I don't know who you call one, but it's it's gotta yeah. be in the top five, George. It's, uh, Whoever yeah. else you want to put in it, LSU would be in the top five. Yeah. Okay, when we come back, we're gonna get Watson's reaction to the Titans win at Green Bay. A couple of thoughts about them before we get knee deep into the five o'clock hour with Watson's not only top four, but top eight. We've listed all of them. The question is, what order has he got them? And then my studs and duds. Oh, Lord. Are there some duds? There there are some Oh, duds. my God. There are some dregs of society in college football that are on the dregs, uh, that are on the duds list. And anyway. Shocker, Hawaii is not one of the duds. I left Hawaii out this week. <laughs> Um, How about that? I take Hawaii the week before. I don't put them down this week, and they win. I mean, give me a break, Hawaii. What does that say for the team they beat? Stick around. We got plenty more coming. This is Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com.
At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost, providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. If you can figure out football, more power to you. Here's where I'm going with this. Dallas wins at Minnesota yesterday in one of the absolute beatdowns that I have seen in a while. 40-3 to was the final. Dallas's offensive line crushed Minnesota's front four. And Dallas's defensive line absolutely ambushed. Minnesota's offensive line. I don't know where I've seen two lines of scrimmage beat as bad as I saw yesterday that game. A week earlier, Green Bay was able to beat Dallas. And of course, Thursday night, the Titans were able to beat Green Bay. By the way, Watson Brown's Titans analysis is brought to you by the folks at Pennington Distilling. So, Watson, 
What level of respect should we be giving the Titans based on those things I just threw out there? I still say, I said it, we've been saying it the last couple of weeks. I'm strong saying it again, is nobody wants to play them. They don't want that to be their first game in the playoffs, George. They're a different bunch. Their style is so different. You have to change your mindset that week. Your game plan is totally different than your normal game plans. Uh, I said it to you on the weekend. I said, it's like playing a military school. That's what they are. They, it, you line up and play them. It's a complete different game. You do something you haven't really done all year long. You have to get up and crowd the line of scrimmage against them. It's just a different game. And and the physicality, it's a short game. When we used to play the military schools, you knew you were going to get cut down about 20 plays of what you normally get the ball because they just sit there. It's old slowdown like before the shot clock in, in basketball, George. Lord, we, we, all, we all know that from high school. We play teams that just do that to you, drive you crazy. I, I think they're a tough out, and uh, they don't beat themselves. It's a military school. They play the military style, physical, frustrate you, uh, don't make mistakes, beat me, beat me. And uh, so far, no, very few teams have been able to do it. On Thursday night, Derrick Henry got a lot done on a screen and you've been calling for him to be in there more in pass receiving situations. Yes. I, I don't take him out in second and long. If it's third and four or five, don't take him out, George. He'd be a great pass protector. I mean, you can still put the ball in the guy's belly and it's going to hold everybody. I don't care if it's third and four, I don't care if it's second and 12. Don't take him out. He's got to get a rest. I understand that. But don't just because it's long yardage take him out of the game. This was a great play. He he does this so well. That's the T Tim Tebow play yeah. from many, many years ago now. Uh, but he's it. Everything, what do we always say? Everything goes off of number 22. That is the best, and I'm sure you're going to talk about this. Y'all probably already have, but that is the best play call game that our offensive coordinators had, I think, in two or three years. Everything went off of 22, threw a lot of passes on early downs, one-on-one. -on -one. There's nobody out there, just throw and catch. Um, kept the ball, had an 18-play drive in the game and didn't get any points. But it wore them down. And I just – I think they're a, they're a tough out when it comes to a one-and-out and you get in the playoffs, this style – comes up we've seen those old slow down teams in basketball george when they get in the tournament they're tough outs when you have to play right. virginia's played that way for years and uh, here recently with coach bennett they that's their style they're a tough out and i just don't think anybody wants to mess with the titans they don't want to see their face come up first when it comes to playoff time watson ryan Tannehill played the best game i think i've ever seen him play but it also dawns on me that when they do get in the playoffs, and they're going to, that there will be a pressure on him in game one that he absolutely cannot lay the same egg 
that he laid against Cincinnati in the playoffs. Now, whether that's fair or not, that's the way the Titan fan base is viewing him. I agree. As a coach, help him. Do what you did the other night. Let him pass the ball on running situations. Don't put him in a lot of tough spots in passing situations. Uh, the best thing he does in drop back passings when they go to their five out, they don't have anybody in the backfield, and they throw a six-yard pass to somebody. Why in the world defenses hadn't figured that out yet? You watch. Every time they get in five out, they're going to quickly throw the ball to somebody on an option route or a slant. That's what he does good. Fake the ball, throw it. Drop back and throw it quick on a little five, six-yard stuff. That's his game. Run screens and passing downs. Uh, don't put Ryan in tough spots like they did in the playoffs. Uh, the first play of the game in the playoffs was a square in route over the middle of the ball with a flash fake to Derrick Henry, and it gets picked off. George, that keep it on the outside somewhere. Don't start out throwing it over the middle of the field. I just they got to help him. If they use Ryan Tannehill right, he's a winner. He'll come through. But don't put him in situations that he's not great at. Okay, stop there. We'll uh, we'll pick up on all these kind of conversations tomorrow with Tony Basilio when we get into Tennessee and Vandy because all of a sudden, this is a game. Yeah. Joe Milton a year ago was a complete stiff. And if he's a stiff on Saturday – this game's going to get a whole lot more interesting than any Vanderbilt fan thought a month ago. Any and Tennessee also, fan thought a month ago. Yeah. Anyway, we'll go to stat of the day next, and then we'll get into all of our five o'clock stuff where we release Watson's top four on the college level. We'll get into my studs and duds, and then we'll get into the rumor mill of the college jobs that are open. Has anybody noticed? It's been unbelievably quiet. This is Main Street Media Television. injured following a crash early Friday morning. Officers at the scene said the victim was driving a pickup truck when he lost control of the vehicle. The pickup veered left and went into a ditch. A front seat passenger was wearing a seat belt and escaped the crash without injury. The driver was not wearing a seat belt. He was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Hit After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several Iron Mike pitching machines as well as a Hit Tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night.
Christmas for Kids is back at the Ryman this November 21st. Christmas for Kids provides children with shopping sprees, coats, and unforgettable experiences every year. This annual fundraising concert helps bring that experience to more kids. This year is hosted by Phil Vassar and includes Chris Young, the frontman, which is Richie McDonald, formerly of Lone Star, Larry Stewart of Restless Heart, Tim Rushlow, formerly of Little Texas, Essex County, and a whole lot more. Christmas for Kids, November 21st. To purchase tickets, go right now to Rhyme.com. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned. And what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com. This holiday season, the largest lantern event in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. After sunset, come see more than 1,000 Chinese lanterns. All new designs, including mythical beasts, a fantastical North Pole village, even a dragon soaring over your head. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year? I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Hey, everyone. I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It is now time for Stat of the Day, powered by John English Antique Sports and Cards over in Shelbyville. They specialize in antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and other sport-related items. You can find them in Shelbyville, of course. They're open Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Visit them online at johnenglishgradedcards.com. Also, Eric Berner with Rockcastle Wealth Advisors. Give Eric a call at 615-490-7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information. All right, George, you get Watson back for stat of the day. That's Thank gotta be, God. That's got to be a little bit of a good feeling. Because I can push some of the blame at him <laughs> when we bomb on this. It, do, it doesn't all have to be on you. Oh, honest blame, too. You can push honest blame at me. 
So. <laughs> All right, here we go. Which two NFL quarterbacks are tied for the record for the most consecutive games with both a passing and rushing touchdown in the Super Bowl era? That's five straight games. Ooh, let's think about this. Which two NFL quarterbacks are tied for the record? Most and that's five straight games, and they're are they playing now? Yes. They're both still playing? Yep, they are both active. So they would have a pass and a run. Okay. Which Watson would and Billy, you stay out of this. We're we're thinking this through. Okay. With intelligence. <laughs> sure. Dak Prescott would be a name that maybe ought to get some consideration. True? Yeah. There's a guy in Kansas City that might also fit that bill named Mahomes. I don't – did he get one last night? Oh, this doesn't have to be current, right? This isn't current. No, they, it, it doesn't it, – I don't think this means the, the last five games – of this season. It's not current then. So this is all could already be broke. It's both of them are at five, but they they could have stopped at that, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't think Brady is in this list. Uh no. <laughs> um there's nobody in our division. What about Deshaun Watson? Uh that's a that's a really good one. I thought about Mariota, but I'm not willing to go there. Uh, okay. I think uh, we're going to go down in this one, George. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Russell Wilson. I think Wilson? we're going down, brother. <laughs> Russell Wilson? Possible. Yeah. Okay. We're just we're putting possibilities out there. Taking your time. We are taking our time. If you have a problem with that, I'm ready to see Watson's reveal. You just keep it to yourself. Watson, of this group, are you oh, and I uh, gonna put you gotta put Josh Allen in that? Okay. Allen. You gotta put Josh Allen in there. Okay. That. Uh Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I guess I'd be right. <laughs> you want to go with those two? I think we're wrong because I don't think we can possibly get this right. Uh, yeah, why not? Go with it. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, whatever. Justin yeah. Fields and Kyler yeah, Murray. Whatever. I don't like the question. Kyler Murray, yes. That's one we missed. Justin Fields is a little surprising. Just I thought he threw a touchdown pass in five straight games. Is there one person out there that got that right? I don't know. No way. God. We didn't get either one of them, and I knew we weren't. We had a few <laughs> comments. Everybody was saying Lamar and Mahomes. I'll tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of my freshman year at Vandy. I took an econ class. I was struggling. And the final that. exam, <laughs> Imagine I, I took one look at the final exam and just said, I am screwed. I'm headed to summer school. Same <laughs> feeling on this question. You, like, you made an effort on this one, though. Oh, I put more effort. I had more intelligence on this than I did on econ. 
<laughs> micro versus macro was a really difficult concept for me. Not fun. Have we not reached the five o'clock hour and then some? We have reached it and then some. It's five oh four. Imagine it that. Is sponsored by the Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic. They combine state of the art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere, whether it's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. MTBJ has the staff training and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Visit them on the web at mtbj.net for more information. Okay. We're about to get to the top four that we do every week, but now it's got some real stuff behind it. Watson, to me, the decision was whether you were going to make TCU or Michigan number three. The other two at the top are obvious. I, I put TCU because yeah. they've been in so many tight games and won them all, and Michigan's tailback got hurt. That was the reason I put Michigan four was the tailbacks hurt. Are you in any way looking ahead to Michigan likely losing to Ohio State? So you went ahead and put them at four? Uh, yeah, probably, maybe so. I don't know. I I guess we're going to the next part. But my question to both of you, if both of these two lose, if both if one of these two lose, excuse me, if one of these two lose and that other group of four, all three of those four lose, and Alabama's sitting there, Whew. does Michigan stay in front of Alabama? Does TCU stay in front of Alabama with one loss? Well, I think there's a Nick Saban factor that will enter into this, that the committee will give you. They'll, they'll tap dance around it. But the real answer is they got more confidence in Nick Saban than they do in TCU. And if one of those has one loss and Alabama gets in, Ooh. look out. All hell will break loose. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, did that, did, that Ohio, did that Ohio State team that got in, did they have two, two losses as a four seed that year? Everybody was all up in arms? Yes. I okay. think that's right. They did. That's what this reminds me of a little bit. If Alabama gets in, you you could have a safe bet of them maybe winning it all. <laughs> wasn't, that the time, wasn't that the year that Ohio State won it all, too? Yep, yep. What I thought. Well, and, and, guys, both Alabama's losses were on last play of the game and two of the toughest places in the country to play. So, I mean, it's not like the, they had a Tennessee game where they got blown out, you know, or, a, or something like that, or LSU that got blown out by Tennessee. Blown out. I mean, that game was over at the half. And here's LSU still hovering around that uh, if they beat Georgia, they're in, in my opinion. They're in. They're not going to oh. beat Georgia. And they would have two losses, and they would be in, in my opinion. They get in. So let's so, go. I don't know. It's going to get it's, – it's so much out there now. But we know there's one team of these four that is going to lose. Again, we know for a fact they yeah. play each other this week. So one of the four is going to lose a game. And does that one loss, if Southern Cal wins out, do they jump them? If Clemson wins out, do they jump them? Um, we know if LSU wins out, they jump them. If they, because they, they, yeah, if they went out. And we can't forget now, LSU's got Arkansas. That ain't no gimme. 
guys. Uh, no, LSU. We haven't, we haven't even here. talked about that. They don't well, have LSU's no give me got, game to finish out here. Watson, LSU's got A and M. Oh, it's A and M. It's not A&M. Arkansas. I'd say it that's used to always be Arkansas on a Friday, so right. they've changed the game. Okay, A and M, they win. So, so they're down to one game and in. I, but I just don't think they can beat Georgia. But that's my question as we as all this unfolds. Does a one loss out of one of these four? Um, does that one loss, other than the, the three, throw Georgia out? I think they stay in with one loss. But if if Michigan loses or TCU loses, does Southern Cal, Clemson, or if both of those have lost, LSU, all of those have lost, does an Alabama jump them with two losses? I kind of think they'll come up with some rigmarole to put them in under the we have confidence in Saban. We believe this is a team that even with two losses can win a national title. Yeah, and that's I what they're going to say. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, everybody gets so up in arms about this Saban bias. You know, you you you're a Saban lover. I mean, the guys won what six national titles, right? I and, don't I don't understand that argument. And that well, that is, but, but the argument Georgia said, Billy is that shouldn't have any. How many he's won doesn't have anything to do with is Alabama good enough? Is their resume good enough to pass these other teams? Well, let me ask you this. That's what it's supposed to be off of. In the eye test or the smell test, (laughs) don't they pass? One loss TCU, I think they would fear more than TCU. Alabama's got more upside. I think a one loss TCU, they pass because TCU has been in so many close games. Yeah. That it, they're 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 not they're not just getting people they're they're playing very tight. I'm not sure Michigan, even though who's Michigan beat, but who's Alabama beat? You know, I mean, then you start comparing SEC to Big Ten, and which is the better conference? Who was the stronger top to bottom league? Uh, I don't know. I just think if Michigan plays Ohio State close, Alabama won't pass them. Okay, you want me to give you what I really think goes on? Yeah, absolutely. Michigan got boat raced by Georgia. Remember the semifinal game, Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Non-competitive, ratings dud by the second half. That's how the committee will privately view a Michigan that doesn't beat Ohio State. They want to get them out of there because their most recent visit, their only visit, to the college football playoff was a dud. Yeah. Okay. Alabama has never had a dud. Now, Mm -hmm. they've lost games, but they've also won a lot of games. And even though the committee won't say that, that's what they're sitting in there when they're eating all those you know, chocolate sundaes and, you know, truffles and, you know, cheeseburgers. That's what they're doing that they don't want you to know. Yeah, and and Tennessee um, playing as well as they have up till Saturday night. And LSU coming on like they have really ups Alabama's resume, George. 
Both of those teams have played really good all year. Tennessee finally had the one that got them. LSU, though, has been just getting better and better and better. So it ups their resume. And if LSU loses in a close game to Georgia, that doesn't do anything except help Alabama. That helps Alabama if that game is close. If that game is close and they lose, it helps Alabama. Because LSU's falling out. That's three losses. Yeah. And I think Alabama, if Clemson loses to Mac, Alabama passes him on the spot. If Southern Cal loses to Oregon, Alabama passes them on the spot. If Alabama, if LSU loses to Georgia, Alabama passes us on the spot. So that puts them five, George, if they pass those guys. That puts them five. Right. So then you say, okay, they're fifth and Alabama and Michigan lost. So the question is then, does Alabama pass Michigan with Michigan one last loss? That's why I go to that question because I got a feeling it's going to come to that. Oh, I think there's a real shot it's going to. You ready for studs and duds? Let's hear them. Okay. Let's go to the studs. South Carolina's got to be there. Where did that come from? I don't have a clue. Okay. I mean. Yeah. I've got to be there. Here's another one got to be there. Vandy. Where's this coming from? Clark Lee. He has found. Now, don't get me wrong. They are deathly dull to watch. But dull and winning beats the hell out of interesting and losing. They've, they've won two, two SEC games. Wins. Yeah. They've won two SEC games. They've kind of won them the way we're talking about the Titans winning. They kind of just run the ball, eat the clock, hang around, and wait till the other team makes mistakes. And look at how many Florida made Saturday. But muff, give Vanderbilt muff, credit. They sit there and they kept playing solid ball and Florida kept making the mistakes. Muff punt was huge. Oh, if you tell me. You're catching a punt on the three-yard line? Yeah, that was stupid. That was dumb. And fumbling into the end zone? <laughs> Worse. <laughs> and the long snapper recovers it? And the long snapper recovers it. Give me a break. Oh, Who's your I'm, third stud? Texas. Hook them. Yeah, they kill them. Kansas they got them back from last year, didn't they? Yeah. You, That's a last-year payback. What that I was. did not put Kansas in my duds. They've had too good a year for me to do that to them. Don't disrespect them. No. The Fighting Jayhawks. The fourth one. Where did this come from? They beat the hell out of Ole Miss. I didn't see any of it. Did Jefferson play? It was 42-6 to six at one point. Yeah. Did Jefferson play in the game? Yeah. Y'all know? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he played. They're different he didn't teams. play against Liberty. No, they saved him for this game. Now to the duds. Oh, yeah. Florida, pitiful. Oh, no show. No show. I think show. the cold weather, they just said, I ain't playing today. <laughs> I ain't playing today. Get me out of here. It's 40 degrees, a light zephyr. Screw it. it. We're out of here. Get me out of here. Get me back to sunshine. Item number two, look at that. East Carolina was the home team. This is not a great Houston team. This is an East Carolina that died like a dog. <laughs> Pitiful. 
Oh man, this one, this is my favorite right what here. What do you do? Bark, 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 bark. Ride like a dog. Watson, any team that loses to Hawaii <laughs> has got to be in the dud category. No credit to Hawaii. Don't no. tell me Hawaii's gotten better. Hell, they had nowhere to go but get better. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Hawaii. Just go oh. on to somebody else. Hawaii would be a three-point underdog to o- Murfreesboro, Oakland. <laughs> uh, might be more than that. Pick them. Wow. <laughs> might be more than that. Listen to Watson pile on. <laughs> Our fourth dud. Oh, Shiano. Really? You know, I thought I thought he would turn a corner there. They started well. Yeah, and it, I don't know what's going on, Watson. They have regressed. Here, late in the year, they hadn't even been competitive. So, yeah. Good duds. Good, all good duds there. You you like the Hawaii do, one? Do we you? think studs and duds needs to continue after football season? Yeah, I mean, I like I like seeing you harp on people like you do. So go for it. <laughs> You always run through the studs, and then the duds is like 10 minutes. Oh, he loves to harp on the duds. <laughs> frogs. Bunch of frogs. <laughs> Just hammers them. By the way, uh, Watson, I- I'd like to leave you with this little nugget. Oh, boy. Do you know who the leader is in underdog picks? Oh, God, don't tell me. It's you. There's a winner in town, and you're looking at him. Oh, God. By a half a point. <laughs> Who did you pick for me, Billy? I picked UConn, or I picked UConn against Army. Army, Army was oh, a nine and you, a half. Bro. That's a good pick. Army was a nine and a half point favorite. They won. My but... first pick. If I'd been picking, I'd have picked middle. Who did anybody pick middle? Uh-uh. No. And they both that was my pick. For you. That would have been my pick. Man, I should have called you. Okay. Yep. When we come me. back, we're going to get into the coaching rumor mill which has been unbelievably quiet, but there are two or three nuggets out there starting to emerge. You're going to want to hear them next on Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. 
All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East, and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the Old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Okay, we're back. If you're uh, watching this live, first of all, thank you for doing that. Secondly, um, this is now a late final. Belmont has beaten Howard today, 96 to 73. So congratulations to Casey Alexander and his group on a victory. Watson, why has the coaching rumor mill with five jobs that are already out there, five, six that are out there, why has it been able to stay so quiet? I think it's because football season has been so exciting. It, we, we, people are just not into it right now. I'm sure if you're down in Alabama, uh, Auburn has been discussed a bunch. But get ready because come Sunday, it'll start. The last game of the year is over on Saturday night, and come Sunday, it will start heavy. Okay. Watson, do you believe that Dion will end up somewhere else next season? I'm not sure he won't. I think he might get one of these before it's over. Well, I think it also depends on how he does Saturday in the championship game against the MEAC team. Uh, he lost that game last year, so he needs to win it this year, and then he may. Do you really, though? I mean, first of all, half those ADs couldn't name you two MEAC teams uh, if you put a gun to their head. Is it the MEAC or the SWAC? Yeah. It's the SWAC against the MEAC. Okay. 
But what I'm saying is they want Dion for the recruiting ability and the sizzle that he brings. Ah, uh, they want to see him win this last one. These 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 ads, a lot of them don't have a lot of courage, and uh, they 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 want everything just image wise to be right. I just I do think this game matters coming up. Interesting. Okay, I got two schools that he has talked to that it's gotten out. Do you know who they are? I would say South Florida would be one of them. Bingo. And oh, name, the so other, name, the like a... name the other four for me. It's Auburn. Uh, Georgia Tech, Nebraska. Georgia. I Colorado. think I would say South Florida and Colorado one of them. Bingo. I say Colorado and South Florida. Okay. Now. I don't think he's going to Colorado. <laughs> I don't either. I you think don't think Dion would go to Colorado? Well, let me ask you this. If you, going got to a, if you got in a room with him, would you not tell him it's a bad job? Money. I don't I, – I think money. I think he's new in the business. I remember when I was new in the business, I thought I could beat anybody. I learned real quick I couldn't. But here might be the difference, okay? Huh? The Watson Brown that maybe today might like to rethink a couple of those. You think? You didn't, well, you didn't have Dion's bankroll. Remember, this guy, should money be that big a deal given what he's already got? No, but getting a power five job with ego of it and and thinking you're pretty good at what you do because so far he has been but he ain't lined up against the competition he would be when he goes to one of these places. And I think he goes if he gets one of them. I think he goes to South Florida if he gets South Florida. I think he's ready to move on from Jackson State. Yeah, they would be lucky as hell to get him at South Florida. He would kill it down there. Oh, being being played at Tallahassee and an All-American and everything that he was, jeez. If I'm South Florida, I'm begging for him myself. I'd go for it. Make him an offer he can't refuse. And you need you need a splash. When you're a city job with a pro team in town, got to have a splash guy, man. It's hard with Tampa with the Bucks right there. They play in the same stadium with them. They, they need a splash. Well, and it's almost like in South Florida in that area, all colleges are almost on equal footing. Like if you get a big-time coach, they'll go. I mean, there's so many players down there. You're able yeah, to recruit. I don't know. I'd call it equal footing, but there's so many good players. You've got plenty to pick from. Yeah, there's a pool. But of I don't think players. you're going to just go in there and start beating University of Florida for kids. No. I, I ain't going there now. Uh, but but Dion walking out. Dion, I saw Saturday. They've apparently lost out on a few. It uh, was unreal. I, I was there, and they have some freaks of nature. On that D line, they got some big receivers. Their quarterback's huge, but they they did they didn't know they didn't know how to put points on the board. They couldn't stop Vandy's run game. Disinterested. It was weird. It just they weren't ready to play, Billy. They just they absolutely didn't care. And Vandy's playing their hearts out. Yeah, they're they're, they're playing their hearts out, man. And that that makes a difference. So let's go to Auburn. Um. You've got one group out there, and remember, you've got a new athletic director. 
who came from Mississippi State, Cohen. And I'm sticking with my deal. I'm sticking with it. I said it from day one. Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze. It ain't going past them. It's one of the two. Okay. Two new names that have really started to emerge in that job. Auburn people are getting nervous that they're going to relive what they relived two years ago, which is nobody wants the job, not because Auburn isn't a good job, but nobody wants to deal with Saban and go up against him, you know, in the behemoth that he's been over a 15-year period. So there are two new names that have emerged, one of whom, in my opinion, should take the job and run, and that's Luke Fickle, if he could get it. Now, it doesn't fit him. He's a northern guy. But, Watson, you know how tough it is at Cincinnati. They're not anywhere near as good as they were last season. No, but I don't, Luke has never been out of Ohio. I don't see him going to Auburn. I don't think his first one's going to be a deep south job taking on Nick Saban. I don't think he goes. I don't think they'll offer him because yeah. they've already kind of gone away from the mold and what you need at Auburn. I don't think they do that again, George. Even though I think he's tremendous, a, a terrific coach, I don't think Auburn goes there, and I don't think he'd take it if they did. Now, let me run one by you that has also emerged. It's a name you've heard before, and I'm going to tell you why I think there is at least a tad bit of validity. James Franklin. I think that's a really – that's interesting. Watson, a friend of his has told me that he is not wild about state college weather. And you know how cold it gets up there. And he'd like a little warmer climate. Well, if that's the case, James Franklin's pretty brash. Do I think he'd be willing to take on Saban? Maybe. Well, he knows Nick's getting up there. He knows he's not going to be around long. And he's in the same division with Ohio State and Michigan, is he not? Yep. The legends. So, I mean, he's he's already having to take on two behemoths, George, so – and he's weird with that. He, he he just liable to show up somewhere and go. I mean, that that wouldn't surprise me. That that one would be one I would keep around. That one would be one I would keep around. That makes a file sense. that one away. File that one away. I hadn't put anybody up there with with Lane and and uh, Hugh at this point. I still think one of those two goes. But that one I would put in the mix, yep. Did you see the nice turnout at Kyle Field for the second half of A&M and UMass? There was, no, there was no one there. He's got to be gone. Ooh. Never never have I ever seen that place. I've been around that stadium for a lot of my life, and I've never, ever seen it like that. So, so you, tell me you, you tell me how you think this ends. I think they're going to let him go. Wow. And pay $86 million? <sighs> Tell me how you think this, because I think you were on with us when Brent Zwerneman, may, no, maybe you weren't. No, I Brent wasn't. Brent Zwerneman covers Texas A&M for the Houston Chronicle. 
Mm-hmm. He's the guy that broke the story about Texas and OU coming to the SEC. He's a very good writer. I asked him, I said, what is the amount of the buyout? And he said, it is $86 million. Now, Watson, that's a lot of JRUing wannabes who have to step up and write enormous checks. Yeah, I don't know. And what if it's not this year? So it knocks it down to $70 million next year. I mean, you're going to just keep him while you – they're not going to do that. They, they got to come up with some way to get this done. If he gets one more year, it's only because he had the number one recruiting class in the country. That's the only reason. But, George, he's not getting it done. No. I mean, he's why, – he, why isn't he getting it done? I mean, we I know, know about the quarterback, but what about the rest of it? What is know. going on? I can't tell you that. I'm not there. I'm not a big Jimbo Fisher fan anyway. I, for – some different reasons through my career, and I don't know. I I think he's done a very good job, but I know it started fading on him at Florida State, and I thought he ran from it at that point. And, uh, and then, of course, after he left, it really fell off like I thought it looked like it was fixing to. And um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't – may not even be his fault. I don't know enough about it to really comment. But the Aggie people are just not used to this and not going to not going to put up with it, in my opinion. And that's that is probably the richest fan base and university in Power Five football in the country. I Richer than Texas? It's pro- It's with it. Yeah, I'm telling you, they've got a lot of money in those alums at that place. Ooh. A lot of money. They may not have as many alums as Texas but it's almost quantity over quality. Oh, I think they got more. I think it's a larger school than Texas is. Really? Yeah, I think A&M is a huge school. And a larger stadium by about twelve to 15,000. Wow. No, money has never been an issue at that school. Now, 86 million is an issue, but money has never been an issue. Uh, they may give him one more because of that, George, but they're going to owe him 70 the next year or 65 or something still. Oh, I mean, Watson, let me ask you this. If I think we all believe something's going to go down at West Virginia, they appear to have just said, we're going to wait until the end of the season. Is what is going on at AMM enough to sour West Virginia from Jimbo? It's a good question. Being a West Virginia guy, born and raised, won a national championship, that carries a lot of weight. You can mess up quite a bit after you win one of those. And and uh, good question. I, I'm sure A&M would beg to see him take that job and, and ease their pain. I don't know. Do you think they're going to let Brown go? He had a big win, what, against Oklahoma last week. Did they play this week? Yeah, Kansas know. State beat them. Crop good. got them pretty good. Yeah. So he may be right back on the hot seat. I don't know who they finish with. Uh, I hadn't looked. But this has been so bad, it could tarnish the possibility of them going after him, George. I think yeah. I, I think Jimbo's in trouble. And I think recruiting's going to fall off if he Ooh. stays. Yeah. Uh, I, the Aggies, nobody – how do you do that? 
you guys tell me, how in the world do you give a long-term that much money to somebody? Oh, I don't Anybody know. can mess something up. Anything could happen. In, in I mean, the name of winning the press conference and getting a big name, they appeared to just say, whatever, you fill in the amount and we'll go with it. Which is maybe, if there's anything comes from this good, maybe it'll stop some of this stuff. Because it's getting it's getting out of hand. Oh, it's totally. I mean, eighty six million. How could Over, you? Is that a ten year? It'd be nine and eighty six. Would that be what it is? Oh, so no. he's making ten something a year. He's yeah, making ten or eleven million a year. It's nuts. Uh-huh. After the break, Watson. The pl- oh yeah, let, let, let's talk about this. So Vandy got their first home win against Florida since 1988 and the coach of that team is in the picture you're looking at i was wondering who was and i'll give you a hint it's not one george plaster no it wasn't but i was at the game no i rooted for you oh george you can't i can't tell you how many texts i got that popped up i guess on the in the broadcast oh yeah i started getting text on it it's in it, in it, I said this to Brenda, not patting myself on the back because I've had many losses too. But in that on that day, I'm getting texts from UAB people because we beat LS Nick Saban and LSU. Right. And I'm getting texts from Vanderbilt people since that's the first win against Florida on the same day. That's weird that it would go down. That is weird. That's weird. But Very it weird. happened. It happened. We'll go to the break. Watson, a very big night for plaster bet of the day. I want to hear it. Well, you will. Next. Oh, 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 not underdogs. Okay. I got you. Oh, what did you I say? Took, did I No, you said it right. I just took yeah. it right. Okay. You took the lead? An underdog pick? I did. I know you're bitter. Let's not talk about that. Your attitude oh, needs God, to be. God, how in the world does this happen? Well, I, I, let me put it this way. Let me use this phrase. A standard of excellence. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go, Billy. Get ready, bud. A standard of bull crap. Here, oh, just get ready. He is the top front runner. Wow. (laughs) You try to play this game and see how easy it is. We're back after this. This holiday season, the largest lantern event in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. See more than 1,000 Chinese lanterns. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned. And what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com. Christmas for Kids is back at the Ryman this November 21st. 
Christmas for Kids provides children with shopping sprees, coats, and unforgettable experiences every year. This annual fundraising concert helps bring that experience to more kids. This year is hosted by Phil Vassar and includes Chris Young. The frontman, which is Richie McDonald, formerly of Lone Star, Larry Stewart of Restless Heart, Tim Rushlow, formerly of Little Texas, Essex County, and a whole lot more. Christmas for Kids, November 21st. To purchase tickets, go right now to Rhymes.com. A man was critically injured following a crash early Friday morning. Officers at the scene said the victim was driving a pickup truck when he lost control of the vehicle. The pickup veered left and went into a ditch. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt and escaped the crash without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Hit after hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several Iron Mike pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad I couldn't work for almost a year, I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. At Sumner Funeral and Cremation, our mission is to serve families as our own celebrate the life of their loved one, and help begin the healing process. My whole family, including my wife and my mom and siblings, were very happy with the treatment that we received. I would highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation. We offer funeral, burial, cremations, and pre-planning services. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional, affordable, dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It is now time for Plaster's Bet of the Day. You get to tune in and get your lock of the night for tonight. Sponsored by Bart Durham. Since 1975, they have aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. If you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, 
Let their attorneys do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. Learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging onto their website. That's bartdurham.com. Okay, George, you ready to check out your weekend results? Yes, I am. TCU lost. Ugh. Ole Miss lost. Ugh. Texas Tech win. Yeah. Oregon win. Texas Tech won on several fronts. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. So you're at 75 and but 77. You left one out. Tonight, San Francisco. There's a two-team teaser, Watson, that started with Buffalo, who took care of business. And now we move on to San Fran tonight, who will play in Mexico City against Arizona. And the Cardinals apparently will not play Kyler Murray for the second straight week. They'll go with Colt McCoy. So I've got San Fran teased down to... I don't know. It seemed like back on Friday it was minus one or minus two. Yeah, not much. So, Watson, my belief is that that's going to get me within one game of 500, and then this is going to get me to the promised land. Let's go Preds. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Boy, way to stick your neck out. Oh, well, you know what? You will okay. Reverse it. Take Arizona. No, let's see you. No, because the Preds are going to win. <laughs> I believe. Well, duh. Well, duh. duh. I mean, see, stuff isn't easy. You got to take the layups. I put my neck out on the line every night for the show, <laughs> and oh. yet you sit here and criticize me oh. when I get one layup a month. What do you want? A hug for losing? No, I don't. <laughs> No, and I don't want. I, I don't never got want, a hug when I lost. And I don't want a medal for participation. Yeah, that's what you're but, trying to get here. No, you want a medal for participating. But do not me how hard there. it is. That's like do making an F in English and getting, and everybody, nobody gets below a C. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, let, he's letting you, you have got, it. I love it. I'm gonna. I'm getting you a trophy when it's over. If you finished in a in a losing way, I'm gonna get you a trophy, and it's gonna say thanks for participating. <laughs> we need to get him an over five above five hundred trophy. Let me say you this. Keep, you keep coming up with Nashville against Arizona. It'll get there. Let me just say this. I don't appreciate your attitude. I'm just. I'm just telling you the way it is. Oh, I know what That's you're doing. Really sticking your neck out. Oh, I know exactly. Arizona's what you're awful, doing. and I don't appreciate it. You don't appreciate that Arizona's awful? No. Uh, look, th- let's hope that this is a gimme. It is a gimme. No, it's not a gimme. Hockey's a sport. There oh, are. Here no- we go. Yeah, well, you know what? Listen. Get the violin out. Poor George. This is a hard job, George. See if you can get through it. (laughs) Try to improve your attitude by tomorrow. Otherwise, I'm going to call Mac. Oh, yeah, go ahead. He'll really take your call right now. Yeah, this may not be the best week. Would not be the time to make that call. Just forewarn you before you do. 
your brother is trying to give me a participation. Ooh, he would give you more than participation. He might tell you where to put it. Uh, I kind of think he might. He might. It was, not, it was not his best weekend. Oh, no. And he's got to play NC State in a couple of days. So he's not, he's not doing real good right now. Tomorrow on the show at 420, Tony Basilio will join us for his weekly visit. Then author Dan Hyde at 5 o'clock has written the book Swagger about Jimmy Johnson. And this is going to be a really interesting interview. We're going to get into all the behind-the-scenes stuff involving Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones and the love affair that blew up in the mid-90s in Big D. Watson, until then... I would beg of you to behave. I will try, George, and I'll get back on my medication, so I'll be better tomorrow. I think that'd be good. By the way, you're about 45 minutes late for the meal at the home. <laughs> the home. See, Billy? Home. See? He goes first place, Billy. He goes first place in underdogs, and all of a sudden, this snarly attitude, he just starts showing up again. Here we go. <laughs> First place, baby. Never gets old. Watson, see you tomorrow. (laughs) Billy? George? Try to clean up your attitude as well. You can count on me to have a good one. I haven't been pleased with yours either. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow on Main Street Media (laughs) Television. (laughs) 